Brian and Jen. If you could wave at everybody, Brian and Jen, yeah. They're, uh, they're leading our, uh, our revival community groups. And so I was thinking about this phrase this morning. I don't know that I'm saying it exactly right, and I don't even remember who said it, but one day our life will pass, only the things done for Christ will last. That's really a powerful statement. One day this life will pass, only the things done for Christ will last. You know, it may not matter very much uh, what you do for God today, but there will be a day where it's the only thing that matters. When you stand before God, there will be, that will be the only thing that will be on your mind. It's not going to be, oh man, I wish I would have bought a bigger this and this. It, it's going to be what you did for him. How many of you guys remember that theological movie, Three Amigos? <clears throat> Very powerful movie. It's about these three actors, Martin Short, uh, Chevy Chase, and Steve Martin were the, were the actors in it. And in the movie, they played these three, uh, three actors who were kind of on the way out. They weren't really like the big stars. And, and, um, and so they're, they're, you know, they just got fired, they're broke, and so they get this call and so they played these, hero, these cowboy heroes in the movies. And so this village had been watching their movies and thinking that they were actually this brave and actually this good, if you remember. I didn't plan on telling this much of the movie. But anyway, so, they, uh, so, anyway, so the, this village thinks that they're going to come save them, that they're these real cowboys, and they think they're getting an acting gig. But anyway, there's this one scene that's classic. Is there, um, They've got their you know, basically mariachi band outfits on because they, you know, they thought they were dressed up. They, I think they stole them from the prop department as they were leaving. So they, you know, they're, going, and they're, uh, they're going across a desert. And so I don't remember the classic scene, but they're riding on these horses. They're kind of limping along, and the music's playing. The, you know, the sun's glaring in the camera. It's beating down on them. They're, 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 you know, they're soaking wet with sweat. And they kind of stop. And... Um, <laughs> That's <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> and so Steve Martin gets out his canteen, and he tips it up, and just like a drop or two comes out, and he, and he gasps as if, you know, could I just not have another drop? Martin Short gets out his canteen, and he pours it, and nothing but sand comes out. So sand fills his mouth, and he's just, he's kind of got this look, and he's got this ring of sand around his face, and obviously he's just parched beyond belief. And then the camera pans over to the third amigo, uh, Chevy Chase, and um, he's got his canteen, and he's pouring it all over his face. He's swishing it in his mouth and spitting it out. And then he takes the canteen and throws it, and you're watching the, the canteen water pour out into the cracked desert, you know. And, and the other two are like, are you kidding me? Like, we're, we're dying here, you know. And then, uh, you know, he pulls out some lip balm and puts it on and goes, lip balm? You know, he's just totally clueless. <clears throat> what if that's a parable for the church with living water? Guys, there's people out there who are dying of thirst. They're depressed. They're scared to death of their coronavirus. They're losing their jobs, their businesses. And I can't imagine how scared. I don't know if you guys know, suicide rates are through the roof uh, right now. Domestic violence is increased. I mean, there's a lot of things. And guys, we have living water. And there has to be a point where it's not all about us. And so what we're trying to do is bold well, wisdom's proved by its actions. We'll see if it's God or if it was just a crazy idea. But we really think it's the Lord. And so uh, we're, we're going to be restructuring our church, we feel, to be more effective in reaching people and to be a more biblically functioning community. That's the heart behind this thing. It isn't, um, you know, it's not like light beer, you know. It's like not as much, you know. It's not like light church. Hey, you only do church twice a month. It's not, it's nothing, it's not about doing church less. It's about being intentional about being the church more. And the church cannot be reduced to two hours on Sunday. It's, uh, the church is the plural of Christ's follower. You are the church wherever you go. There's an outpost of the kingdom in that school, in that neighborhood, in that home, in that city. So that's really what this is about, is us really trying to be hearing the heart of God. We want to be the church that Jesus dreamed of, and we are not saying this is a model that anybody else should follow. 
And so we, uh, we feel like we're a little bit of the research and development department of heaven, and so we're willing to take some risks. You know, we're willing to be the crash dummies for Jesus, okay? And so we're not going to put that on our logo because that only attracts a certain type of person, but you are that certain type of person. You're here. You put up with all of our madness, okay? And so, uh, and we love it. We, we, and let me just say this. I was just, uh, during worship, I was just thinking, uh, Mayor and I, we are so proud to be your pastors. We are, we, are, we are so thankful to be here. Our staff, we are so glad we get to lead you guys. You guys are resilient. And uh, Sean used that word. He's like, they're just so resilient. They just, like, nothing gets them down. And so we're just thankful for you guys. And so this is just going to be real short. I just, I just want to hit a couple things. But I don't know. I was just thinking about the parable of the three amigos, that there is a world dying of thirst, and we have that living water. And I don't want to just be us in here having water gun fights with living water every single uh, Sunday and, um, you know, splashing each other and having fun while they're literally out there dying of thirst and parched. And so let me just describe to you uh, revival community groups just a little bit. And again, it's, it's to be a more biblically functioning community. There's 51 another's in the Bible. Love one another, serve one another. Um, greet one another with a holy kiss, which we can't even do that anymore, but I wouldn't want to anyway. And so I'll just, you know, greet each other with a holy elbow bump, I guess, right now, whatever we're doing. But, you know, the love one another, the serve one another, it's more than can be done on a Sunday morning. It's more than can be done in a corporate. So there, there's something about that rhythm of they met from house to house and they met in temple courts. You know, they, they met in, in those smaller groups. They enlisted in those little platoons and did life together. But they also met corporately. There's something rich about both. And so we're really trying to get in that rhythm of uh, first and third Sundays, corporate gatherings. Second and fourth, you don't have to meet on Sundays, but we're just restructuring to make room so that you can uh, do what we feel God's calling us to do. And just, you know, I want you guys to get this. It wasn't like, you know, you know, like some fleeting thought that we just ran with. It wasn't like a gas cramp, like, oh, you know, I just kind of came and went. Well, let's just, let's just change everything based on that. I remember God spoke this to us when Mary and I were living in a 350 square foot apartment. And um, for those of you, you should just go measure out 350 square feet sometime. It's smaller than you think. Okay, I remember we, uh, boy, I'm getting way off topic, but we, um, we couldn't fit a table in there. We had a card table. And so we would, and we would have to take the card table down in order to walk through the living room, you know. So, and, um, and so I remember it was so funny. Like, we'd be sitting at the table, and Mary's like, can you get a glass? I could literally reach up to the cabinet. Like, we could get everything from that table. Everything was so small. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> and then the sink was so small, you couldn't wash a plate in the sink. You had to do half at a time. You couldn't, like, stick the whole thing in there. It was like, it was like a kid's play sink. It was just, it was something else. But, you know, first years of marriage, those are what it's all about. And so um, getting close by geography, we had to. And so um, how did I get into that? What is that? Oh, yeah. In that basement, the Lord began speaking to us uh, about doing church uh, the way that we're doing it today. And for the last eight years, it's really been even stronger in our heart. If you remember a couple of vision messages ago, I even threatened you guys with it. You remember I uh, kind of threw it out there. And then the prophetic people, when we did Vision Sunday on Pentecost Sunday, May 31st, they're like, oh, you're going to do this, aren't you? I was like, oh, man, these prophetic people, they, you can't hide anything from them. And so I, want, I just want you to know, guys, we really, we feel like there's a grace, grace to make a radical pivot, and so we're going for it. And so uh, we just appreciate everybody. And Okay, let's just get to it. All right, so um, house to house. So I want you to picture this rhythm uh, in, in, a, in a revival community group of up, in, and out. Now, some groups will be more up. There'll be more worshiping. Some will be more in. There'll be more community-focused, fellowship, having parties, getting you know, each other's needs. And some will be more out-focused. 
And, but we want all the groups to have some element of that. And I want you to get this. They're not, no two groups are going to look alike. And probably no two meetings will look alike. It's kind of like TJ Maxx, never the same place twice. It's like it's always changing. It's always different. And, but there's that rhythm. I, guys, if you, if you leave out the upward part, then you're just a social club. <laughs> if you leave out the outward part, it's... Uh, you know, it's just us four and no more. It's not even biblical. It's just, it's, it's just splash parties with the world thirsting to death. You know, and if you don't have the in, then it just becomes like this military thing where we're just constantly trying to do stuff, do stuff. It becomes this works thing because we don't have relationships with each other. The church is a body. I want you to think about a body that uh, takes in food but never gives out. What do we call that? <clears throat> I don't need to say it out loud, but it rhymes with constipation. Okay. There's a danger of the church as a body being spiritually constipated. What do you call a body that does nothing but give out and doesn't absorb the nutrients? It rhymes with diarrhea. We don't want to be that either. We want to have this rhythm of up, in, and out. And different groups will have different times. There's no law for this. Okay, we're going to set aside 15 minutes for this and this and that. It's, it's going to be organic. It's going to be different. But the revival community groups are not attempting to recreate a little church service. Okay, we're going to get together, we're going to do worship, and someone's going to share a message. There may be some times when that happens, but that's not the point to recreate a little church service or to, you know, rewatch Jim's sermons and dissect them for whatever. Please don't dissect them. Just, just love me. Okay. Um, it's, it's about giving and receiving. It's, um, there'll be times where there's needy people who come into the groups, but we want to mature them. Discipleship is about life on life. It's not about just listening to information. And transformation happens best in the soil of community. That's what we're trying to create, is create this rich soil. By the way, um, Keith and Cherie, it is so good to see you guys back. Some mamas and papas of Zion. So uh, we have missed you guys. Nothing better than watching Cherie worship in the river. You just, are, you just changed the whole atmosphere. So we love you. So where was I? It's, it's about giving and receiving. So I, I, just, I like to describe it like this. It's about loving. It's to love and be loved. Serve and be served, celebrate and be celebrated, and to know and be known. And so there's flexibility to it. It's not this hard, rigid thing. But you're going to get a chance here to hear the different flavors of the different groups, what, what kind of what they're wanting to go after. We've got them arranged by geography. So this is the um, west side of Columbus, will be the tables over here, the groups. Central, anyone want to guess what this is? This is the south. No, <laughs> east. East. <laughs> Southeast, we'll just give it to you. There we go. So, yeah. And south is um, outside in the parking lot. No, it's not. It's, uh, I don't think we have any south groups. I don't know how we're doing that. And so, um, so I just uh, be, be encouraged. And this is not a, a life sentence. Okay, so this is not like, oh my gosh, I signed up for this group. I hate it. This isn't a good fit. This is, um, this is about getting a feel for what the group, today, Sunday, launch Sunday, it's about getting a feel for what the groups are like and, uh, and checking out a couple. You know, getting the information. You're not, you're not committing anything. You're allowed to leave groups. Uh, we would love for uh, everybody in here uh, at some point to start a group, lead a group. Um, we're also encouraging you, maybe some of you are like, you know, I want to reach out to my neighbors. I want to love my neighbors. And I remember we did a whole message on love your neighbor. Like, uh, start with mow your grass, get to know their names, and pray for them behind their backs, right? And so, uh, anyway. And uh, let me just say this. There's no perfect group because you're going to join it. That's why it won't be perfect. All right. You still love me, right? Do we need to sing again? You guys, 
It's only honor when you disagree. If you agree with everything somebody says, that's called getting your own way. Okay? There's going to be people in there that are going to give you the opportunity to tap into the Holy Spirit in order to love them. And you may be that one that they need the Holy Spirit ability to love. You just can't see it. Welcome to the church. Nobody's perfect. Everybody's accepted. And we're all in the same family. And if we can begin to model a level of supernatural unity at a small level, maybe God will trust us with a greater level. Thank you. Yeah, somebody got excited. About... That was almost like an out right there. Yeah, there it was. All right, so that's it. That's all I got to say. And so here's the, here's the, um, here's the process of what's going to happen. And so we're going to have...